My name is Jesse. Okay, look. And, and a butter. And happy motherfucking Halloween month. Uh, October, baby. October. Spooky October. Uh, and we are going to talk about horror movies this month. All, all month. All month. Pretty much. Unless, uh, I know there's, some, there's like three films I really want to see that are coming out that we might do it like once, but like... Rest of the month. All horror spooky, movies. Spooky, 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 scary. But we have Park Chug Wooks uh, movie coming out this year. This is the movie. What? And then we have uh, a movie called that. Tar that apparently is really great. And then there's a movie called um, The Fancies of the Nursing, which is uh, a Michael McDonough movie who I love. And then Bruce from Big Wars outside of Missouri. He has a movie coming out. So those, all three of those. I'm really yeah. excited about. Uh, those are all, you know, tag winners, you know, Venice winners, you know, all that. It's three highly talked about movies of the year. Juggernauts. So um, I'm excited about that. But we also have Halloween Ends, <laughs> which comes out this month with God Dan and I, Luke Warren, and I'm seeing <laughs> <laughs> Halloween ends, but I mean, it's a Halloween movie. You know, they're, it's always fun to go see a Halloween movie, as bad as they're go- it's probably gonna be. It's yeah. entertaining, I enjoy it. It's it's just a dumb franchise, you know, that is still going. And it's all this hilarious goddamn quote from Jimmy Curtis, who's the queen. I love Jimmy Curtis. Yeah, she's but dope. She said, Halloween ends might not be the end. Oh, God. And I was like, <laughs> why is it called Halloween? Hal- you're me there's going to be a movie called Halloween Ends, and there's going to be another one after this? What are you going to call that? Halloween Ends, again. A day, the day after Halloween. The day- <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, they don't use that title, and they don't credit me. The, the day, so it's like a, like in small letters, the day after, and Dude, then Halloween. That's, yeah, that's pretty Tell good. Tell me that's not good. Well, then you could, do, then you could go on forever. Eve. Halloween eat? Ooh. What else? <laughs> Post Halloween. Post Halloween, I like that. Post Halloween. Uh, all Hallows, all Hallows Ween. All Hallows Eat. <laughs> all Hallows uh, Halloween, ween. trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Halloween X Jason. What what if we were like you could replace you could put like replace letters too in there you could get creative like that. It's gonna get really dumb. Like <laughs> naked Halloween the titles are gonna get insanely stupid. Yeah. Because it's we've a, already it was, done we've already done Return of Michael Myers, the Curse of Michael Myers, we've already done yeah, we, that we, stuff. We've been through this. We've seen this movie before, literally you know, many times. Seen, so what do you do? <laughs> Halloween yeah. kills horror bad movie, but really awesome title. You know, that's a cool title for a Halloween movie. And then Halloween ends, pretty good. Really random trilogy. We didn't need this trilogy of remaking Halloween movies. But uh, what are we going to do after that? It's gotta just, I know. You guys got to start 
Halloween week Thanksgiving or <laughs> Michael Michael go Michael on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Michael goes and has Thanksgiving. What he killed. A, what if the movie's called Halloween Thanksgiving? <laughs> Halloween calling Thanksgiving. I think I think you're on. I think you're on something with that. I think <laughs> that is a movie. That yeah, already that was shot at Gunnison, by the way. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about, about that. About a killer turkey. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Halloween ends on the docket. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to do, but today we're going to do a classic horror movie review because. Um, a very exciting classic horror yeah, movie man, review. Just, uh, I love doing these classic reviews. It's always fun uh, just because a lot of those classic movies are classic for a reason. They're, they're, they're good. They're good. They're good movies. You and know? they stay good. And so, so they're fun to rewatch. Uh, and discuss, and, then, and I think we're kind of picking things that are you know personal favorites for ours, and you know classic things, and you know showing our personality a little bit. You know, what do we like? You know, what are these guys about? Oh, they like two thousand one pretentious nerds. Got it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're revealing <laughs> our true selves to the world. Oh, they these. like good fellows. Oh, okay, they're cool again. You know, cool guys. Oh, cool they're guys. Tarantino guys. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> So we're really, you know, running the gamut here. <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk about a classic movie called The Thing. So came out classic. It's 1982. This is its 40th, it was its 40th anniversary this Ooh. summer. And they re-released Ooh. it for a weekend in theaters to correct, commemorate the 40th anniversary of this classic Creature horror movie directed by John Carpenter. And if you are a fan of horror... The God! And you don't know who John Carpenter is, take your phone and put it down the toilet because you don't deserve horror <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> He's the to... guy who invented the, the, the Halloween series before He's... it turned into oh, what yeah, it is that's today. Right. Just about it. Yeah. Carpenter. Halloween. Carpenter. It's uh, him. He's incredible movies. Uh, amazing, you know, amazing long career. 70s, went into 2000s. He's making music now. He, all he does now is smoke weed and make music and perform. <laughs> and sells it's his, dope. My favorite Carpenter thing, this, this really boils down to what he's like now, is that they're asking out um, people, you know, remaking his movies because I think they, something just got remade um, mm-hmm. of his. And he goes, I don't care, I'm going to check. Nice. It was the greatest nice. response ever. Because why would he care? It's yeah, great. yeah. Fuck it. The movie exists. If it's bad, whatever. Like, fuck it. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. So why worry about it? And right, smoke right. weed and just rip that guitar, <laughs> baby, and go on tour. <laughs> and play video games. He's a big yeah, video game guy, too. I think he, um, I think, I, I, his the way he kind of, like, left the the industry and kind of went on this long hiatus, which I think I heard something about him kind of being interested in making movies again. Yeah, he had some which would be about it. Dope. That'd be awesome to yeah, see a new John Carpenter movie. movie. Like, I think like twelve years. Yeah. But, years but he's 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 such a he's such a he's freaking a legend. legend. He's an icon. Such a legend. Just recently Jordan Peele <laughs> this was so good. Somebody tweeted some idiot. I cannot believe this guy tweeted it. I mean I He's probably deleted it by now, but he tweeted, like, nope. He tweeted basically the Rock Tomatoes scores of, like, nope. 
us and get out. He was like, can we start having a conversation that Jordan Peele is the greatest horror yeah, I director this. of all time? And like, it was, that is the most insane thing ever. And then Jordan Peele himself, <laughs> him, like the guy responded to this tweet and said, basically, no, I'm not going to take this John Carpenter slander. <laughs> because Carpenter yeah. in the 70s and the 80s did hit after hit after hit after hit, after hit you know? Carpenter is easily one of the greatest horror films, horror directors of all time, one of the most influential directors of all time. And the thing is, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely top five Carpenter easily for me. Yeah, and um, I think there's a there's a I think there's a very strong argument that, that it's it his, is his, is his master yes, yeah, yeah his masterpiece. Yes. Very strong argument. You can easily have an argument. You have an argument Halloween, um, even they live is a film that I absolutely love. That's more of like an underground cult um Carpenter movie. Mm-hmm. He's made so many great films and the thing Funny enough, was not well received when it came out. It was not did not do well at the box office. Which is and, is a theme sometime with these kind of really classic cult movies yeah, that yeah, you see this happen yeah. where they, they I would kind say of suck that the initially. thing is kind of like transcending you know cult status. I, I feel like oh for yeah yeah I totally agree. It's it's like yeah it's it's I think it yeah. totally has. And uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's really fascinating to hear about the, the stuff like that. You know, I know. And, the thing is one of those movies that I just don't understand why. I mean, I never really read, you know, it is early in the in the eighties when creature features and this, you know, cycle was happening with special effects and, you know, all this like it was in the midst of that and the start of, you know, these amazing horror movies that we got in the eighties and creature stuff and, you know, people like, you know, Rob Poutine, who's a visual effects guy in this movie, Rob Baker, you know, Greg Nicotero, like yep, all those yep, guys yep. that came out of the 80s. So, and it is early that, so, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe, like, when it was happening, critics and audiences kind of saw it as, I don't know, like, splatter horror, or, it was just a yeah. different, maybe... It took a while maybe to catch on. You know? I think yeah. I think I think it was just my thinking on it when I wa- and when I watched that film, how I kind of justify that res- that initial response yeah. is just how, it's so it was so innovative. And yeah. sometimes with innovative things, because innovative things tend to be different than how things are normally made, right. people don't really have an understanding of how to engage with it right. yet. So when you don't know which, the shining too, which exactly. is another horror that's a, a perfect out, like a year a perfect example. And people just I, did not understand at all. And I know? think when people don't understand something, it's just easy to assume that it's bad because right. of that. Like I don't get right. it, so it's bad. And it just took a while because I it's it's more than just like complicated and hard to understand. Yeah. It's really phenomenal and it caught on eventually it is strange to watch this though i was watching i was like what is that to get you know maybe it's it's just because i was so ingrained in these types of horror movies growing up and like these are the types of things that i loved you know like yeah special effects stuff that this was just not uh, you know another one of those that i I think i think the other thing we we have to the thing i think is the first movie to kind of 
really push Lovecraftian horror mm-hmm. type of stuff in a way where because the thing a lot of the horror in this movie, which we're gonna talk about a lot, 80s, I imagine. Early eighties. Because, because like the horror is happening in people's minds and in the thing and and like psychology like almost didn't exist yet you know and now we live in a world where like like the horror of the mind and psychology depression anxiety it's so much more relatable now and it's like it's so obvious to like people our age it's but like when it first came out, people were like, "What is even? What are you even talking about? Like, what is there? Like, they have, have language really for it." Kind of deciding too, because the signing totally. is like cerebral, like totally right. Then, yeah, maybe it was just it took some time to kind of, you know, obviously this film's a classic now, so people obviously went back and rewatched it, and you know, on video and stuff, and it became you know a classic film. I would love to talk to someone of that generation who could experience that and kind of, for one, watch that initial response, that backlash, and then like it or something. Yeah, yeah, and like be or be able to also like watch its cult like growth and see it kind of come back. Like what that's so cool. Yeah, I was fascinated by like because most cult movies are most. Things like that were not well reviewed, you know, when, when they came mm-hmm. out, or like, um, there was something about it that was provocative. So there's obviously um, a lot of uh, backlash that would happen with some of the, especially horror movies, you know, like this that are gory and sappy. Gore, no, it's not good for right. your brain, you know. Right. <laughs> um, so that was probably a lot that was happening too. Um, right. Yeah, it's just interesting to see. I would just love to hear somebody, their mind is changed. Me too. What their opinion of the, the thing is in 2022, you know? Because you see the influence that this movie's had over the course of the 80s. Oh my gosh, just, yeah. And then also just the 90s and just how, you know, what's, you know, Carpenter, just himself, just his filmography has been, you know, lifted so many shots and so many ideas of the lifted from him, you know? And he was such a visionary in that way. And so, even like something like that we just watched X, it was a lot to fucking the guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Car- <laughs> Carpenter created that language. Right. He, he, exactly. he invented that with right. Halloween. Right. Like, it was him. Which and was the- still great. By the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still and it's still yeah. better than all the other Halloween movies, <laughs> I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> yeah, but, still the best one for sure. B- but the other thing that's phenomenal about John Carpenter, where you like when you bring in Halloween, you think about his other movies, how right. different Halloween is from The Thing. Like it's right. really impressive to me to see yeah. his range of what he could do. Yeah, like. As a director. I know, I like that a lot. Like, he, he, he also made a movie called Starman, which like, is really interesting. Um, alien right. romance movie. He's made a lot of really interesting films, you know, that, that aren't just, you know, you know, horror movies. He's primarily a horror director, but he's done a lot of lot of other interesting things, you know. Especially in the 90s. He's making, like, really interesting, different things like 90s, like In the Mouth of Madness and and stuff like that. Just saw that uh, recently. That's a New York, cool movie. Which is one of the, right? you know, obviously one of the greatest action movies ever made. You know? Super dope. Big um, Trouble, uh, Big Trouble, Little China. One of the greatest action comedies ever made. Big Trouble, awesome. Little China. You haven't seen Big Trouble, Little China. I mean, do yourself I a favor. I love that movie. 
girl walks up. Ooh, that would be a cool one to do a review on. I, I Actually, really I like just that bought movie the Blu-ray of that. Um, Sound Factory Fluckers listen to that. Cause I love that movie so much. I do too. Um, I do too. Such a crazy, wild, and just, I think that was another one that just was completely misunderstood when it came out. Yeah. Also, which, that one makes more sense to me. <laughs> but, yeah, because it's really um, wild. <laughs> it's insane. It's such a crazy, ridiculous movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's talk about the thing. And let's I, get into it. You know, I saw this movie first in high school. I fell in love with this fucking movie in high school. I had a poster of this movie, and, you know, it was in our dorm room. We yeah. had a poster of the thing all throughout college, my freshman dorm, sophomore year. It's, uh, to me, the quintessential creature movie. You know, there's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of great ones. Um, the Blob, another 80s one that I love, you know, creature movie. But I don't know what talks this movie. And I think what you're getting at earlier, I think what makes this movie stand out than other creature movies is that the horror of it is, you know, really is who do you trust? Mm-hmm. And who do you, um, how do you find trust? And like, that fear of, you know, the unknown, that Lovecraftian thing, right? Of that, the unknown, the isolation, the, obviously, the creature is fucking, fucking dope. Very the scary. Creature, <laughs> and the creature also adds to that because it's, it's invisible. It's basically, it takes many different forms and shapes. And so, it's, to me, it's, one of the, it's maybe the scariest creature because you don't, know what it really is and all you really know is that it's basically like a brain like organism of some kind you know and it's invisible and it takes so many different shapes which is scary you know yeah Um, and so that's what i think really sets us apart from from creature movies because it has this other level of horror that you know, puts it over the edge. I still find this movie really scary, like te- like super intense. And like some of these other yeah. movies, I love them, but I'm not necessarily scared. You know, like I'm not like tense. I'm not like oh my god, like with the blob. I'm more into the the special effects and the and the fun of it all. Right, absolutely. The thing yeah. has fun. But it's pretty. It's still horrifying. Like it's yeah. still really scary. And I think, what I think. What I know. think the thing does so effectively. It makes me think of something we learned in our horror class in in college. Was oh, them yeah. talking about how some how sometimes an audience will relate to something being scary is by empathizing with seeing the characters being scared. You know, so seeing someone screaming or right. something. And in the thing, I think that 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 the performances in the thing make yeah. that so like it's so effective in yeah. that because that that horror that they experience it just sucks you right and into it the you get pulled right in it too. yeah and the like, paranoia the isolation the, the, yeah the isolation the escalated you know tension of all the of the group like you're right like i think you it, really empathize with that and it really yeah, can, it right. gets to you and not to mention the, the 
the door and the creatures. So right. still, to this day, unsettling and gross and just some of the greatest special effects ever put them. And, and also, it also has the same thing, you know, what everyone says about Jaws, like, don't show the shark. The right. thing really does that, too. Because the thing is only in a select couple of scenes. It's in it. Yeah. The, it the, the amount that the monster's in the thing is right. perfect. There's it, it, It's in as just as long as it needs to be. And then the rest of it is, like, in your head, which is yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. Really, it's just, just like this brilliant idea because, like, I do think that they do show it, you know. They're, they're different awesome. incarnations of it. But what I think it, like, makes it stand out is that each incarnation is different, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't, so you don't get that feeling of, like, blowing your load. Right, yeah, that's super true. You know, there, there's, like, four different, each kill is a different amalgamation thing. That's you know? a really that's a really good point because it's kind of it's kind of like a different monster every different time it comes yeah, out. Which yeah, which is like such a brilliant, uh, really I mean challenging thing to approach. Mm-hmm. You want to make each unique thing feel scary and feel you know that's hard. Man. It's hard to make one cool creature. <laughs> you know? This movie does it probably four or five times. You know, and has memorable creatures in it you know but they're all under this umbrella of the thing and you don't yeah. know what it is it's yeah. just it's i i i've yet to see a creature that has that has actually scared me more than, than the thing because it's right. just you don't know what it is you still don't know what it is. i watched this movie five or six times i don't know what that thing is i, re- I just don't and yeah that's kind of the whole point of it, <laughs> you know, where it's just, they don't fucking know what's going on, you know? So, um, yeah, dude, brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah. But so what this movie's about is set in Antarctica, 1982, and it's about a group of researchers. Um, do, do we ever know what they're doing? They, they're, I guess they're just, I don't think so. I, I was kind really of, get to I don't really, think we know. They're probably just, you know... Researching ice? Yeah, they're probably just, yeah, <laughs> literally, like, they're probably just, you know, looking at the ice caps and, and things yeah. like that. Um, there's a lot... First of all, the setup I fucking love. This movie gets fucking just right into it, you know? Yeah, it's and really fast-paced. I will say, re-watching it, I, I still fucking love this movie. Rewatching it is a little, because you know, for example, like... All the who's the creature, and you know, some of the mystery is kind of taken out of it a little bit. It's still really entertaining to watch, it's still engaging. But if you've never seen this movie, I'm trying to remove myself from having this large history with it. Super weird first scene, right? Because So after, and I just want to mention right before I yeah. think it's interesting. I had that same experience that you yeah, just described, yeah. uh, but I, I think well, that's, that's really with, interesting. Well, that's with like all mystery films, right? That's with mm-hmm. all. But yeah. I found I found that the transition point, which well, we'll when we get to that scene, I'll I'll mention yeah. that that's the transition point. There was a point where I switched from kind of like almost like sort of subconsciously watching, being like, I yeah. know this part, yeah, I'm yeah, kind of right. through this to being yeah. like, I'm in. Let's yeah, get right. on with this yeah. shit. But yeah, the yes. the opening is still great, even though I was kind of yeah. like tuned out because I knew I just was so familiar yeah, with it already. Yeah. But the but the opening with the dog, you know, the the yes. helicopter that starts yeah. with the scene of the helicopter <laughs> yeah, flying, the dude, like shoot the the dog, and I'll, so many questions. What's going right. on? Why? 
Also, the the Gorkota score, which is oh, it's so good, iconic. Oh, he's so good. Maybe not my favorite Gorkota score, but still really good. I think I prefer. He's made a lot of good ones. I think I prefer the the West and the second to Leone. It's just like. So good that it's like it transcends like fucking movie scores. Like you just hear a fucking lick from Good Dog Yellow. It's like, like the 2001 cliche. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. it's 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 so phenomenal. It's like cliche it music. Even, it's not even yeah. It's not even like music anymore. It's just like ingrained in when you're born in your DNA. Like yeah, you hear the like oh Western. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, but this is still a good score. With it's still fantastic. When I think of the thing, I just think of that. Oh, yeah. And what I love is like, the music isn't, it's not the, the Leone stuff. It's not this big, grand, you know, like fucking 60 piece orchestra. It's very minimal. And that's what makes it work, I think. It's like this mm-hmm. very eerie, minimal score. It's a score that's been talked about. You know, it's one of the most iconic horror movie scores of all time. And for a reason, it's super effective. It's mm. really fucking cool. But it's not. And it's still very, very it's effective. It's not like. Uh, it doesn't. It fits in the vibe of the movie. It doesn't take you out of the movie, right? It's like. It really is the pulse of, of the film, you know? And it's also. It's also a really important role in the storytelling and atmosphere because the thing is. Um, there's the, the, there's so much unknown and you're just watching things happen right. without being sure of what it means like when you're watching the dog in the beginning but the yeah, score the tells you about something so fascinating right because mm-hmm. the in a way where it's like almost observatory it's not like shoot like a crazy POV from the he's not like an action scene right? yeah it almost feels like a documentary scene. or something right it's not an action scene and so you're kind of like what the fuck is happening? And then we, we, we do see a spaceship, you know? That's the literal first shot of the movie, is a spaceship. Right. That's so important. So we, we're like, okay, alien, you know, maybe, but we, it's still, listen, why are they shooting this poor dog, you know? Running. Then we introduce to Kurt Russell and the crew, you know? Which is great. Um, I love this. The character introduction is so charming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we meet Mac, and he's playing chess, and then he loses, and then he pours his beer into the fucking, uh, <laughs> computers. It's the chess really wizard. And the dog arrives on their camp, mm-hmm. and the helicopter lands, and this guy, this Norwegian dude, gets out, and starts shooting the, the dog, and they're like, and they all come out, this is when we meet all the characters, and they all come out. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What man? is going on? And then uh one of the guys I can't remember the names, but the older dude, uh Blair, I think, right? The guy with the glasses? Yeah, he fucking <laughs> gets his pistol, knocks out a window. Oh, he, oh the captain. The captain, yeah, captain from inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Blair. Blair's the one with the glasses. Yeah, he's later. And he passes the window and pulls it and starts shooting at this Norwegian, shoots him, and uh just a shootout happens, and they lose the dog in, and they're all just perplexed, right? They're like, yeah. why did this Norwegian just, like, just run into our camp chasing this dog? And they don't think about this dog. Yeah. The dog is and, cute. The dog is yeah. adorable. It's just another sled dog, you know? 
and it's 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 so it's 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 that scene i feel one of the things i always i I think about when i watch this movie is how well it's edited and how purposeful the the compositions are because i feel like carpenter is not really a i wouldn't call he's not like a flashy director but he's he's extremely practical and genius with like his compositions like he knows exactly what he needs to show Uh and how to edit it in a way to get the message that he wants and i love what that definitely definitely but you could tell a Carpenter thing, you know, from from other like a West Craven thing, for example. For sure, know? yeah, yeah. I I think I think he has like this type of gorilla quality to the way he makes all yeah. of his films, which I I love it so yeah. much. And I I love in that scene too, where they they have like the setup of uh all the guys running outside and then cutting inside to and then breaking through there's so many like small yeah. moments like the way that the captain breaks the window i've always remembered that like yeah. i don't know what there's so many moments in this scene where like the characters do something yeah. so specific or like that chess scene you know where like the yeah. way he pours like the drink into the chess machine yeah. there's like something about just that action is so like maybe it's just cuz i've seen it so many times but yeah. like i think about it so much it's like because it's like he, the characters are all really great. They're not. Yeah. I love about the thing too is that it's not like I wouldn't call this like you don't get to know the characters that well because there's so many of them, but you do have attachments to their personalities. Yeah. That's all you need, right? In a, in yeah. A movie like this, you kind of just need to know who this guy is. You know, and how do you say that? You know, you gotta sell that through one accent. That, that was like the genius and of like. Just not even thinking, breaking the windows, not even asking who this guy is, just fucking shooting him tells you a lot about who this guy absolutely is, right? and that was that's the other thing i think hit the nail on the head about why that introduction scene is so brilliant and even back like just destroying his computer you know so yeah. you know that he has kind of a temper and he kind of has you know something uh you know who's uh i don't know it, it, it makes sense to what later he does in the movie and how he deals with the situation it doesn't feel out of character because you know with all these little moments that we've set up you know? and it's amazing because i feel this like every time i watch it it astounds me is that you're you're right you just you don't because you don't know these guys like on a super yeah. deep level like in goodfellas or something yeah, but yeah. you still instantly know them from yeah. that first shot and it stays consistent throughout the whole movie like that that yeah. first just glimpse you get of them is all you need and incredibly challenging to do which was really necessary for this film because it's a huge cast yeah there's so many people and they're all pretty significant yeah they're all great and they all serve a purpose and they all like um you know add to you know later who's the thing are you the thing (laughs) all this shit you know, it all creates tension because you know the guys. You feel like you know the guys. But yeah. you, but there is this great thing where it's like, you don't necessarily like, and I feel like that's the way it should be though. Because the way that the film is constructed and what Agreed. it's about, you don't want to know these guys. You know what right. I mean? And right. I think if you knew Mac on a real deep level, you would be siding with him. In a way, yeah, right, yeah, and the yeah, movie is all, the movie's already though, 
like, Lack is the main character, so it's already kind of making you biased towards him. Yeah. But it does still do a pretty good job of questioning. You're still there alone, so you're there alone. Like, you see the thing? You know? Yeah. I'm still right. alone, so it works. So it works. It works. You know, he's a very. Like, Mac, Mac is a really. He's a, he's a fantastic main character, but yeah. he's a really subtle main character. Right. Which is yeah, really I would, great. I wouldn't say, like, I, I think Kurt Russell's great in this movie, but I wouldn't call this a uh, quintessential Kurt Russell performance. I don't think right. you will get what is so great about Kurt Russell in this movie. I would point you to uh, Stinky from, from New York and Big Trouble in Little China. That's kind of what he, this is kind of out of the ordinary for him to play kind of a stoic kind of closed it's off true. guy like this. Yeah, but it's, it's cool true. to see. He's really good at the movie, um, but I wouldn't, you know, call this like a, like, it's not one of like top three Kurt Russell performances, you know, um, but like all the acting is, is really phenomenal, and just really, they're all closed off in a way, which is just like what you want it to be, because it's people oh, that yeah. mystery, that intrigue, you know, and so they, so the, they let the dog in the camp, and Dun, dun. This dog is the greatest. Every, when I saw this in high school, I was like, that is the greatest actor I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a shot, and even rewatching it today, I was like, also, just the, the when the dog gets in there, Carpenter does this brilliant thing. Very, very, uh, very alien. Very, mm-hmm. It's also very connected to alien in a lot of ways. Or, you know what I mean? Creature. Ensemble, isolated situation. Yeah. Very yeah, similar yeah. to Alien. Um, that's a fucking. Do you have a podcast for like Alien versus the Thing? That's, Whoa. yeah. That's rough. <laughs> I think I would lean towards Alien, but I don't know. Because Alien kind of did it first. <laughs> but, but, very similar that's a to Alien. Question. In the sense where, in the beginning of Alien, really Scott does this amazing thing where he, he uh, shows you each room, like mm-hmm. in the empty room, and so you get a sense of the of the space, which is very right. important. Right. And Carpenter does the same thing here. He literally static, super quiet, little like very little sound of just all the empty rooms. And I think there's also a POV of the dog, you know, walking through and one of my favorite shots of the movie is just this eerie, creepy ass shot of the dog walking behind the corner and just walk in there. It's so creepy. And I'm There's something you, about that, that shot, isn't dog there? There's is something about excellent. that shot. I'm telling you. I'm with you, man. That dog Give him an Oscar. He's about to walk into the door and he just does that slow look into the other room where um, I forget his name. You know, the, the, one, of the, one of the guys in the you're just like, it's creepy. Oh. It's fucking creepy. And it's like, it works so well. Obviously, the amazing, you know, shadow shot of the guy sitting there and the, the dog coming in and then just slowly walking in, you know, into the room. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So there's amazing. some, th- that that shot, there's, I, that's another shot I was watching that it's like, Super I don't know. You, like you, you, it's one of those shots that you just like. Every once in a while, you see those in a movie, and it's just like there. It's it feels like that's there's it. magic in there. It's like it feels like Gandalf imbued that well, with yeah. something. It's like that's it. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That is movie. That is movie. Yeah, I love that shot. I love that shot. The whole sequence is amazing. Just the gag, the tension that's built, the intrigue, the mystery. It sets up with this, there's something up with this dog. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, really, really smart. And then while that's happening, uh, Mac and another guy, there's so many of them. There's like eight of them. Yeah, because they he, go he investigate the... their, their Norwegian camp. Right, you know? right. And that was, that's another That's an amazing scene. scene. Amazing. Ever since I saw this as a kid, I've always wanted to, I always thought, like, where's that movie? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I think they might have, I think they did actually make that movie, didn't they? Is that what the, I never saw it. Is that what the, the remake is? The 2011 thing? I, that I, is? I kind of feel like it might be, but I'm not certain about that, so don't, that don't quote me. I don't quote me on it. I have. Yeah. I, have... I know that they, there's another movie called The Thing that came out in 2011, but right. I, I always thought, I never saw it. I just always thought it was a remake of this movie. Unless a remake, why would I watch? But if it's a different story, then I should watch it. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know much. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really yeah. know much about it. But that's my initial but, inclination. But you're right. Like that's it's the whole like, movie. It's almost like a movie happened, and now we're following these guys. Right. Because this whole camp is <laughs> fucked up, and they find some a guy in there <laughs> who's frozen. He had a bad day. It looks and like this it is looks like, like he had first, a real bad day. First thing we see in this amazing special effects creature work, you know? Mm-hmm. And this, this frozen dude with the blood, you know, slitting his, you know, his... The uh, great shot of the frozen blood coming frozen out blood, of his slit yeah, wrist. Yeah, right. And his neck, it's all frozen. It looks fucking cool shit. Badass, creepy, eerie. And they're like, what the fuck? They're like, what in the hell happened here? And they're very confused. Go back. And then... What happens? And then, <laughs> sorry, I missed my cue. <laughs> and then they, uh, then they walk back into the back rooms of the place, yeah. and Macready <laughs> goes on his own, and he finds, and they find a big old ice chunk that looks like something has been excavated out yeah. of it, um, which yeah. is, which is great because this is facts, by the way too. Just like, i was just thinking about that when we were so watching amazing. that yeah. and i and i also love when they were walking through that norwegian camp like watching it for like the umpteenth time yeah. about how it's like their own doom like they're watching yeah. their own doom yeah. that's about to yeah, happen yeah, yeah, to yeah. them totally uh, yeah but i, yeah, I love great. that i love that because it's like like them re- it's almost like they realize that something that that it's something going bad is going to happen to them yeah. when they when they see that big frozen block carved right. out, and I love the way that the vibes of that scene is yeah. so powerful because it's like they don't understand it, we don't right. understand it, but like it's like an intuition that's like something right. in inchoate, quite not quite formed yet right. that they know some shit is wrong, something's just wrong. Um, what I thought, I wonder if the studio gave Carpenter put that shot of the space I know. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it takes away from anything, but it definitely like, is like, okay, well, alien. Alien. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do like, think okay, that... well, there, there's something going on. I do not think that... Not that you're that... going to not go into this movie like not knowing that there's going to yeah. be something, you know? 
the movie's called The Thing. You know, so there's obviously a creature, you know. Um, but that's you know, a, it is a good really question to watch this if you just, you know, didn't know, you know, what it was, really. And I always forget about that shot when you now yeah. that you mention it. I Me always too. forget that 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 happens in That's the movie. The like it's shot. it's always so. I guess it's not because I was thinking it's like oh, it'd be better if that wasn't in it. But it's like I guess it doesn't really affect me too forget. much. Yeah, in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. But it's a it is a good point. Um, and then after that, after they see that something was taken out of it, they go out back and they see another amazing practical effect yeah. of like I'll this be, yeah, yeah. mangled fucking body. Right. Uh, yes. that great, a great shot of it too, because they frame it in the way where the body is in the form ground and you yeah. just see that it's, it's not quite right. Like it's human, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely not right, yeah. but you don't get a close up of it quite yet. Yeah. And you just see, again, you see their reactions to it in the distance and you see like a, a bit of it, like that's fucked yeah. up and like flaming, which is so foreboding, very creepy, <laughs> uh, yeah, very Effective, really gross. good directing. Very yeah. gross. Um, and then and the, the dog. What happens with the dog? They come back and the... first, yeah, before. So first, they bring that body back that they yeah. this charred yes. body, yeah. and they dissect it, and right. they find out it's yeah. human, which is yeah. a great creepy scene because that's when we get the close up of that's it when everyone's it. around oh. there. Dude, they dissect that is like good. You're like, is that real? Is that yeah. real? I mean, it just looks so, it feels so fucking gross and real and just like, such amazing makeup work. I mean, I'm going to say that throughout the whole thing. Really, yeah. you know, it's just like, the makeup work is so, it's still just incredible stuff. Like, it's so, yeah. you just feel it. You just smell it, you know? You just oh my feel God, yeah. how gross it is, you know? And how uncanny and just like alien it feels, you know. And and I think the practical effects in this movie is kind of unmatched to anything. I would probably agree with you. Um, not not. I wouldn't even say. I would say it's some of the best for sure. Oh, but also that it's yeah. like it's not like anything else, which is what right. makes it such a classic. Exactly to me. right, right, right. Yeah, that's a really good point. It because stands there... completely on its own. There are things that, I mean, I'm not obviously a visual effects artist, so I don't really know how to judge these things, but, like, in terms of, you know, in the movie, effectiveness, and just the, kind of the, especially with, like, the, 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 because a lot of creature stuff is stop motion, right? It's obviously, like, but the smoothness of some of this stuff, and how they're able to achieve things just morphing into one another, and just, is so amazing. There, there are times where you're like, oh, I see the scenes, you know, a little bit, but not really. You know, it's know. not like, I love American Werewolf with London, right? But the transformation scene, I can see the scenes, right? I can be like, okay, they... Yeah, you, know, you can kind of make sense of it, but it's, right? it's still absolutely amazing, amazing work. But this is like, it's tough. It's tough yeah. to find it, you know? You're right, you're right. There's just a lot of, there's, it, it, it does have you know especially that really iconic scene of the you know the head Which ripping was. off it's oh yeah, like, yeah 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 that yeah, yeah. Uh, and like yes. but like all all of the scenes in there are like right. how i can tell that this is a physical thing that existed on set oh but yeah how did they make it look like that right how in god's name yeah. well i think uh rick baker was his name he's the special effects guy right 
Is it Rick Baker? Not in this movie, but yeah, uh, uh, like uh, Gideon Frog. Yeah, uh, American World for London. So wait, yeah. who did who did the special effects for this movie? Do you remember the Rob name? Lukum. Yeah, so that, but he like basically he did, almost. Like, bunch of zombie stuff. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, I think he got him good, possibly. Or no, that's a uh, Constantine. Rob Lukum did a bunch of stuff. He, he he almost died making this, which is really? the amount of work that he put in because he overworked yeah. himself so aggressively oh, to yeah, put I mean, it in, and it it man it paid yeah. off. It really it does because there's definitely like I mean there's still to this day. So I mean we'll just talk about the, the dog transformation, you know? Where yeah, they, let's go to that. They put they, they put the dog in the their. They took a dog in the cage with the other dogs. Like, why are you going around? Go, go in the, and just the, the dog acting. Just unbelievable. He walks in slowly. And just slowly lays down. You just know that there's something. He's not like the other dogs. Yeah. It's and, almost like it's almost like you can sense like there's you can't perceive anything wrong, but you can like sense that one yeah. molecule that's just not quite right, you know. And also yeah. like the dog's <laughs> performance, the dog like performs really weird. It you you yeah. see a shot of it, the way it lays down is so I, different and rigid I, compared I, to all the I other just, dogs. It's amazing. <laughs> I just I don't know. It just knows what he's doing, man. Smart like, doggy. What? Tell the dog, like, here's what we need for the scene. He goes, I got it. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Where's my milk bone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that whole sequence is just like, still, it's terrifying. I fucking get so fucking freaked out <laughs> on this scene. So the dogs, set, the other dogs in the case, sense that there's something wrong. And yeah. you just hear this. Yeah, the way it sounds is is really oh, creepy. It, it's just you, something is transforming, and something and the dogs. I love that there's this one shot of the dog biting the the uh, tree yeah. open and he's trying to like get out. It's such a great yeah. touch. And, uh, and then they investigate, and they find this thing. This uh. Mutated dog lump of flesh, basically, and then has eaten the other dogs, has basically morphed it into another. And Mac is like, take a fucking flamethrower, and get the flamethrower. They find out that fire, you know, destroys it, destroys it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that is the first, you know, transformation. That's the first thing that they see, and it, how. It's so eerie. It's, I think it's the sounds. It's the fucking, you know, the the wings, you know, like tentacle arms, and it's just other creatures just don't affect me like like this one does. It's just uh, it's yeah, underlies in the perfect way. And I know? and I and I love also uh the the setting of which that that is in because yeah. in the blocking of that because it's in a cage so it's in a contained space you right. know. And all of the characters are in this tiny ass passageway, so you don't have a lot of maneuverability around it. Right. So they're already claustrophobic, and they have this yeah. thing which they have trapped, right? Sort of yeah. in this small right. space, and the lights out, so it's dark, so they can't quite fucking see it, right. you know. But they just see like these tentacles and dead yeah. dogs, you know, and goo right. and shit, and it just and it's just With like. Lump of flesh. 
and it, it feels like it feels like when you're like walking out of your room to pee at night and like <laughs> and you like just run into that and you step on something squishy and then you hear yeah. <laughs> like in your in your door it's like holy shit man it's like your worst nightmare it's what like what is, everyone what is all like squishy well i'm imagining if like the thing was in uh-huh. my room coming oh, to eat me and i like stepped on a squishy, I thought this a squishy. Was like a story though yeah, Probably. one day one day I woke up and I stepped on such a squishy. Turned out to be a bean, but I thought it was the thing. A but it's just a bean. It's just a bean. It's a bean that I dropped. Oh, I dropped my lila bean. I <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, yeah, they torch it and they're like, um, what the hell? What the hell was that? What was that? Oh man! So after after that scene, that's when we get Blair start to introduce his yeah, paranoia. Yeah, so he started to go kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, and he is like, I don't know who to trust. I don't know what's going on, you know. Um, and he starts destroying the control room, which they've already established that they can't get a connection, you know, mm-hmm. like they're trying to talk to people and. They set up the isolation really well earlier, that just with one of the characters, the, the probably one of my favorite guys, the guy with the, the hippie guy, the glasses yeah. dude. I love that guy. But he, um, he can't, there's no communication coming in or out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, which adds to it because the set, I mean, they're, they're in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And, um, he destroys the whole control. He's like, at, like putting an axe to the fucking control room. He's going crazy. Which I I love. I love Shooting his performance. The gun at <laughs> he throws the gun when he runs out of bullets yeah, at yeah. the guy. <laughs> his 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 uh his performance is so great because it's almost like really cheesy, but it yeah. actually to me like it I it it has this effect. Of having sort of some uh, this awesome quality of carpenter cheese and sort of humor to it, right. but also working towards expressing his mania and panic, you know, right. because like when people start really panicking, you just start right. saying shit, it's crazy right. shit. So and how they get on this is so ridiculous. Like Mac is like, give me the table, and they get the <laughs> table and they charge at him, and he fucking fucking Jack Torrance is the fucking table, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, like, he, and then they like, get him out of their fucking. just beat him up. Put him in a shed. They're like, listen, man, you can't, you can't come out. And you gotta like, stay in here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then I think that's the first time he says, like, you should do a blood test. Yeah, that was. So that was when. So when, when they have him all settled, um, another. So it starts the. the more the, paranoia starts to. Bubble really up. built, the, really the, built. The, the, the camp, yeah. Which actually, I, I'm just putting this together about how smart this was on a pacing place because yeah. you set up the mystery of it and then you show the monster the first time. And then yeah. now it's almost like a distraction from the monster because there's this new problem of right. like, oh, there's these people. So it adds, so it kind right. of delays needing to see the monster again. Because right. because most of the time what happens with monster movies is you show the yeah. monster, then you just have to waste time until you can right. show it again. But the thing is much smarter than that. John but Carpenter knew what to do. They also they found out they read the Norwegian journals and they find out that like they, you know, it can take shape of anything, you know, right. so they, it's already set up that one of these guys 
is could be the thing. You know? Right. And that's and Someone Blair here is the thing. And and Blair, the creepy guy, was he said, I love the way he he does this line. He says, Watch Clark. Watch Clark watch to Clark. to Mac, watch and Clark. it's only him and Mac in the room, so no one yeah. else hears it. So you get a lot of conversations like this where only certain people get information. Yeah, right. Mostly it's, it's Mac. Very, it's very who got it that way. Like, yeah, like, dude, I, I never fun. thought of it that way, but it yeah. is. It's totally who done it. Yeah, oh my god. That way. Um, it's just, kind of more, it's more tags, obviously, it's like kind of who got it. It's who's gonna kill me next. You know? Yeah. And it's it, even though like Who Done It is about like you know murder some often all right. the time it's always about murder but yeah. like it's not just about like getting killed it's also about being brutally like yeah. consumed and transformed and your right, body out, like being taken over out of your will yeah you know? <laughs> which is yeah. way more disturbing. Right. Um, after that scene, then we get the great scene where they kind of have a moment. It's a it's a moment of quiet where like kind of they get their head on straight and they have a plan yeah. and they right. put the bodies away the one that they were autopsying that they found at the Norwegian yeah. site and yeah. then uh it's a great scene where Windows who's the hippie guy who does yeah. the telecommunication Windows, right. yeah. which is a great name I love that yeah. name I love the names in this movie uh Windows kind of shows the shows the body again to establish to the audience what yeah. it is under the tarp right. puts it away turns around and it moves you know right. and then it yeah. starts to goo yes. you know the goo yeah. starts to to right. slip out and then um and then it's a bit of cross cutting because you see that scene and yeah. then you go out to then you have that setup where mac is coming back from the house and runs into another guy who right. starts to talk to him about like the the logistics of what the mm-hmm. thing is and then we get the next big right. monster scene which it gets another guy. Well, which one is that? Uh, just, it's the just, redhead, the redhead bald guy. It's, yes, it's this guy. Yeah, well, is that the one with Windows? Like, sees the. Yes, he sees he, he sees him getting like, choked. Comes, yeah, he comes out and like, it's fucking it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. I think his name's Benning. Is the guy who, Benning, gets, yeah. who gets killed. Benning, Benning. He goes and he's not there anymore. And the thing isn't there anymore. And then you see they see Benning outside, right? They're running. Mm-hmm. He's, he's running, running away. And they catch up to him. I love this scene. And they're like, he's standing there, and they're and he's like, it's, and then he just opens his mouth and just lets out this fucking invasion of the body snatchers fucking. Uh, oh my god! Yelp. And his hands and then, are all crazy looking. Doc. Uh. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He turns around and shakes his head. And he knocks over a glass. And he has this incredible shot. I don't know how they did this. It's fucking amazing. It's this amazing, wide, high-angle shot of basically Mac putting a piece of a flare right on to hit the... And just fucking bursting in the, in the flames. Awesome. Incredible shot. Awesome. Kills that guy, and they're like, okay. That was really <laughs> disturbing. I what think that was, that was one of the... That was... I think that might be consistently one of the shots that freaks me out the most. Yeah, like him yeah, screaming cool. with his crazy his crazy yeah, hands. Yeah. Really creeps creeps me yeah. out. Um and then it's more uh, paranoia starts to build yeah. again because they're yeah, now they more intense. Yeah. More oh, intense. Yeah. Because then that's when they try to come up with the blood test, which is like, okay, <laughs> so if yeah. we, we have all of our blood in yeah. in this little place because we need it sometimes. Right. So let's put this blood 
with well, everyone's they, they blood. They growl and so they, they cut each other to mm-hmm. get the blood out. They cut everybody. They have to like fucking cut their thugs and shit to drip yeah. the blood out. Oh, that one's. I think that that one. Yeah, but this one. This is the this is the first test before they do the fire oh, gotcha, test. Oh, gotcha, 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 Um, gotcha. and when they when they're trying to do the blood test, they find that someone has sabotaged them. Right. That that right. someone has sabotaged oh, them. Oh yes, 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 And all of the blood has been destroyed and and right. taken out. And there's right. only a couple of people who That's had right. access to <laughs> the to the key. So again, like. Building and building this paranoia. Yeah. Who do I trust? You know, there's yeah. like this crazy monsters everywhere, and yeah. I don't know which one. I you can't trust anybody because yeah. they might it might be the thing. Totally. Uh, and he, okay. So basically, what happens is that after after Bennings is killed, they're mm-hmm. all really paranoid, and McCready gets put in charge, and then uh, McCready. And them all start to kind of investigate and basically go on like super extreme lockdown. Right. Right. And when they're outside, when McCready's outside, the guy that McCready's with finds a torn, tattered jacket, which mm-hmm. uh, which signifies to them that McCready might be a thing. He might be one yes. of the monsters. <laughs> yeah. So what he gets, he and gets like, why are we listening to you, baby? Yeah. What are we, what are we listening to you for? And there's yeah. a great moment where McCready's outside and not in the perspective of the audience anymore. And it's like, oh my God, the main yeah, character's right. going to die. You know, yeah, that right. they killed the main character and now we're going right. to follow these other schmucks because he's That's a, he's a thing now. You, yeah. You start to even question the main character who we're following, you know? Yeah. Uh, which was super smart because I don't think that movie, this movie would have really have worked if there wasn't a moment like that, right? Yeah. Because why would we, oh, just because it's the main character who, who, who's not a fan, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And then the way that the, I love the logic and writing of how yeah. he gets out of that situation because he breaks in and then he uses <laughs> dynamite and threatens to blow yes. up everyone. Blow this, whole fucking oh, blow this whole thing up uh, to like basically uh, keep yes. himself alive and keep and so like, then, is that what he forces everybody to he forces everybody to that's the second blood, blood test right? yeah that's the second yeah. blood test which this is which beyond beyond yeah. iconic I, yeah, this it's is like, so yeah, amazing this is, this is like the scene yeah right? yeah so this is like you know one of the most iconic one of the most iconic scenes in the movie you know, it's not the hug thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which everybody knows, but it's the one right before that, right? Right. Well, wait, Where actually, the dude turns no. into the fucking weird crocodile. Yeah. Wait, crocodile no, actually, thing. actually, I think we're wrong because the blood test thing happens after the the head separating thing. Because That's what right. happens, yeah. Yeah, they do surgery. They're trying to revive. Because uh, what happens is that McCready comes back in and they fight him, and then one guy just dies. He just dies. Yeah, right. And then they and then they do the the, well, the electricity. They're, they're, complete, they're like, why does he just why does he just die? Yeah, right? what happened? And then and then they do this yeah. is okay. And then let's talk about this scene, man. Yeah, this scene. So, oh yeah, and then, two yeah, iconic scenes back to back. Yeah, they do this and then the, the blood test happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I thought it was their their flip. Yeah, so those so these guys, guys, and they're all. And this is right, you know. Tensions are high at this point. Super high, and they're all arguing. They're all like, what the fuck? you know, what? I'm gonna blow this place up. Or I don't know who any of you guys are, you know. And Tenzin's McCready's only high. out of the. He's only out of the heat because this guy died. The doctor, Doc, is on. He's trying to revive one of the dudes that just died. He's defibrillating. He's defibrillators. Clear, one, clear, two, clear. The, his torso opens like fucking shark. 
Amazing. Just amazing. Brace his arms off. Brace <laughs> his arms off. And this whole scene is just, you know, isolated is one of the greatest horror, most iconic horror scenes of all time. If you I haven't seen this that. movie, you've probably yeah, seen you've probably this clip seen this. from this movie. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. This guy... Uh, so st- stage he, one... Basically, yeah, he pulls out this tentacles start coming out of his torso. Yeah, he has that head. thing that shoots shoots out and goes to the ceiling, and his yes. head comes like <laughs> yeah. head, his head comes out of it. Right. And then they get the flamethrower out, and they start torching the shit yeah, they, out of well, it. They can't, they can't start it. Oh, so they, yeah! They, they can't, there's two of them, and they can't start it. They can't light it. And it keeps morphing and morphing until it's a spider with fuck the head, has spider legs with fucking... Yeah. Well, so well, yeah, because like they they first they first one part of the body and the spider like the way it escapes because that's one of the themes of also this well, movie. Head with yeah, the, with is the that and to, like, oh my god, yeah, because the thing the, one what? of the themes about the the thing creature and kind of what makes it scary too is that it's just really it's just working hard to survive. It's yeah. not like it has some like it's not like it's a demon with like some evil right. intent to kill the world. It's yeah. just like this crazy predator that's just yeah. trying to survive in these environments so and this scene is so great because it shows how terrifying and horrible it is but also how vulnerable the thing is which Mm -hmm. is like that's genius you know because the thing though it it it, its head separates and departs you know and also and and turns into this new creature this new spider creature i don't know either i don't know either it looks unbelievable the head moves you know yeah like the eyes move like a it must yeah, just be some so crazy good. animatronics in there. Crazy Lushy, animatronics. You know, Puppetry. Lastly, of fucking what's his name from uh, the android and alien. You know, remember how amazing that when his yeah. head gets separated? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then, like, he fucking wraps his tongue around the chair and it pulls, you know. It's just such creepy stuff. Another... I think my favorite shot in the thing is, like, when the head comes off and it's hanging. Off of the and just like slowly drips down. Like oh, I love that shot. I love that and shot. Extending and, and I love, I love, and the sound design is so fucking creepy because yeah. it's the the screaming of yeah. like the of the and it's it's really interesting and you too. Hear the bump, 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 yeah, just the fucking yeah. It's, music and the sound design are working in such a like harmonious way you know it's really beautiful and you know a thing about that <laughs> shot with with beautiful the head <laughs> the thing about that shot with the head that i'm just realizing is that it's like really the only time where we momentarily follow the thing's pov right, right. uh and it's yeah. like we we actually like it shifts to like the thing being the thing trying so to escape like danger time to like actually observe it you know yeah um also the beautiful. editing in that shot is crazy no, it seems perfect it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. The I also tension, think the special effects, everything about it is is like it's so shocking and just scary to this day. It's uncanny. It's everything you want that creature, that scene of a creature transforming to be. And and I also always remember that shot of the doc after getting his arms bitten off from doing the liberator. That low angle shot of him just screaming is amazing. It's so so amazing. I also love my favorite fucking thing is that they're trying to light it on fire and they can't. And the the head, there's a little moment of silence with the head, with the legs, like walking around and then 
fucking get the black guys like no fucking way or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That his line really is so great. And it starts crawling out and they torch it there. So amazing. And then that's when they're just like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. And the creamy ties, you know, or, yeah, they, they get tied up somehow. Yeah. He, like, like, lines up four goons all in chairs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what I just remember what happens even before, like, because yeah. he, what McCready now is trying to convince everyone to get tied up, right? And right. he actually kills a dude. He shoots a dude in the head who tries to right. attack him right. to show yes. how, yeah. like, paranoid right. he is. He's like, I don't right. trust any of you guys. If you tr- right. if you front me even a little bit, I shoot you dead. Well, that's the thing. I kill like, you. You know, in that first scene, you know, McCready, you know, got a great guy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's, I mean, so it's a pretty hardcore thing to do, you know, just to kill somebody out of cold blood just to serve dominance over the situation, you know, um, and like, that's what he did, you know, he did you know? Yeah, and the dude, the dude out. did he? The dude did attack him, so he had a little bit of he was provoked right. a little bit. But it does hit melancholy when he finds out that it wasn't the thing. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. which is you another know? element, a huge element a of horror to it. Scene too, where they're like, oh well, someone makes a comment to him. There's no one trusts anyone. No one's friends anymore. Yeah, everybody yeah. is just like out for their neck. You know, it's just like. We don't know what's going on. We gotta find out who the thing is, right? And I, I also love what in this scene especially. I feel like you can really feel the sleep deprivation of everyone. That's yeah, another really, sort the, of the paranoia, the fucking just. You know, it's all set one night too, which is like you know, love fucking horror movies like that. Which is, which is a great, it's great. I just love the logic of the movie. The logic mm. is so, it's so great because it's not. Carpenter is so brilliant with that because he has like these rules and understanding of how the worlds work, but he's not like such, he's not like a, a hard ass about it. He's really <laughs> yeah, right. flexible yeah, and malleable and willing yeah. to do like fun things that are like unrealistic, right. but still right. fit the world's logic yeah. too. And it's right. so satisfying yeah. how it, how it all plays out. Um, yeah. So then after killing Clark, the dog man who tries to uh, yeah. usurp Mac uh, they they have the iconic blood test, so right. iconic, so cool, yeah, so, so yeah, movie, yeah. so movie. And they, yeah, they cut it out. They everybody puts their blood in petri dishes. They get label them. And uh, yeah, he gets. A, I love how he does it too. He gets a torch. This is great. Like tension. Such a, a good, tor- so good. Such an unnecessary way. I feel like there was an easier way to do this, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. and the wait time in between fire. was so. So tense. I know, yeah. So I tense. Watch him light each one, right? Yeah, every Put single there, one. Just the the smoke, you know. As soon as it hits it, you know who's not. You know, it's all visual. Just the sound, like as he puts it on, just the smoke, like God, yeah. Ooh. That's that particular sound and that yeah. that shot and sound is so cool because it's it like you're conditioned immediately to. Yeah get horror from the way that it sounds right. to put that right. in there right. because you get an instant relief or like yeah. fear from it. Yeah, and- it's, it's super comfortable because like you don't know when it's going to pop, right? You don't know when somebody is going to, you know, something is going to happen. Yeah. You know? And you don't even know what's <laughs> going to happen, like, which also makes it yeah. scarier. You don't know like what's yeah. like, what is going to happen, but you know, something is, you're right. And, uh, yeah. 
he's keeper, right? Or keeper? Is that the guy? It was, it was the one guy. Is the dude in the jean jacket? I don't remember his name, yeah. but he. I don't remember his name, but yeah. it was a guy. Which even watching this again, I didn't remember who it was. So I was surprised right. again. I, yeah, I couldn't right. believe it because I was trying to like remember and figure it out when I was watching. This. I've seen this movie seventeen mm-hmm. times. Yeah, I gotta yeah. know who it is, and yeah, I was still right. surprised. I was like, "Oh, it's that guy! I didn't yeah, expect yeah. that." Looks <laughs> like the blood jumps off like a fucking creature itself. He Amazing. The blood on the blood on the ground starts moving, you know, twerking, and this guy starts convulsing, and then he like turns into like all I have to describe is like an alligator guy, like his fucking head splits, splits open, open and, and gets another dude, puts him in his mouth, starts eating him, and fucking crazy shit, kills that guy, you know, another guy dead. He's dead. And then they torch him in that amazing shot where it was, you know, I look. One of my favorite stunts anybody can do is test, put themselves on fire and run. I just, I, it's just, it's a great image, and it's just silly and awesome. But this is a really terrifying thing, just that shot of him running and slow into the fucking, and then just exploding, you know? Yeah, because like, I loved that. He, like, he was on fire, he ran out into the snow, and then they threw a grenade, like, after him. Like, the, yeah, Matt Creedy yeah. threw a piece of dynamite, and the body, like, flipped. Yeah, and expo- yeah. It was Incredible. awesome. Super dope. Another another part of that transformation was, like, when, which is really intriguing and kind of strange, uh, and unexplainable, I think, yeah. is how he, like, just flies to the ceiling for a shot. Love you that. know? Dude, fucking incredible, yeah. Which is kind of like an Again, example. Another uncanny thing where it's like, you don't know what the fucking, you don't know what this is. I mean, right. Like, no one knows. Like, it's, the movie doesn't know. It can just do whatever. You know? That's a great thing about the monster too, yeah, because yes. it like it like it works for the monster because you don't we don't understand it we don't understand it at right. all. So who's to say it wouldn't do some crazy exactly. ghost exorcist shit walked, like that? Watch it. Turn a head into a fucking spider, you know? Yeah. Like I mean. We watch it do tons of different wild things, you know? Yeah. Um, and doing that, I mean, yeah, I love that shot. That shot is so cool. Um, Which is just so, one shot. Like, it didn't, like, necessarily lead to anything or, like, try to, like, mean yeah, more than what it was. For, it was just this crazy shot that they threw in there. Shit. Yeah. Crucial shit. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And I also... And after after that the 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 first creature dies, which is so it's so creepy the transformation because he was totally you, you did not recognize that he was weird in any way. He was just yeah. another like dude in that, and then he transformed yeah. into this that horrific monster. Well, that's the scary part, right? It's like it's, you can't even tell, you know? right? Can't tell at all. And then I I love how Windows, who was the guy that got eaten by the the alligator <laughs> thing. Uh, he starts to turn into the thing, and they have right. to torch him too. Which right. I never noticed that before, but that really kind of disturbed me more watching yeah. it this time because he was so recently not right. human because he was proven to be human, yeah. and now he's not, which is so yeah. unsettling to me. Do they go to Blair? Or they go to Blair, and they're like, and he's like, can I come in now? Oh yeah, like, that happened. I think yeah. this that happened. That happened. Yeah, that was that's a great that's scene. A good scene. Because that that shot's awesome. Because they open they open the window and he has that yeah, noose that. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I noticed that this time, and I thought that was so brilliant. You know, like it's so dark and scary and haunting. You know, and I yeah. love that it's, they don't make a. Who uh, doesn't? There's no close up of it. It's just in the room. Yeah. You know, and you're like, what? Yeah. You know? 
Uh, and that's important to set up because of what Blair ends up doing, you know, later and, and how this his set is an important plot point. That, Very know, important plot point. End, you know? um, Which I think that they, I think that's what happens pretty much. There's only three people though. Right. So they have, you have the, you have Mac, Mac is left. You have. Caleb, who's, uh, his yeah, Caleb we have, guy. we have, yeah, uh, we have Paul th- both of the black guys actually survived until right. basically the end. Uh, actually one of them does survive to the end. That's kind of progressive yeah. now that I think about it. Uh, if you want to call it that, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, so Giles is the aggressive. Well, Carter uh, was very progressive filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Live, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So now it's down to the captain, Mac, uh, the cook, and Giles, yeah. who's the angry black man, right. and uh, everyone else is dead. Um, and then they go to the shed and they find the catacombs. Right? Yeah, they find the catacombs where it turns out Blair uh was building a spaceship down there. Right. Right. And the spaceship to the moon. Which okay, so. Here's a question about yeah. like when I was trying to think about it, which I think this is a really cool thing about this movie is that you, I can't, it's difficult to place when those people got transformed, right? Yeah. Because exactly like, right. I think the guy, when I'm thinking about it right now, I think the guy who, the guy with the black hair with the jean jacket who got transformed during the, the, the fire testing scene, I yeah. think he was the guy who got changed when the dog was wandering around. Right. Um, I don't think, do you think I don't Blair, really know how it works. Like, right. You know, like that's kind of part of the uncanny thing. It's like I don't know if it works. Like you have to touch it. You have to be. You know what I mean? Like right. Does it have to be like a piece of blood, like it's saliva? A, like it's like a fucking from the air. Yeah, something. it's like a virus. Yeah. But like, do you do you think Blair when he was going berserk and wrecking shit? Do you think he was human or do you think he was the thing? I don't know. I don't that know. that's a really this I, time I think I I thought he did. You know, I thought I thought he was the thing. Yeah. But I don't know why he wouldn't but again, like that's the cool part of this movie, you never really get answers. Yeah. Um, it's kind of up into interpretation, like, because the question is, when did he start planning to do this? Yeah. Because he was, obviously, a thing. <laughs> but when when was it? That's kind of part of the eeriness and the creepiness to it, I think. I I feel. For sure. Kind of, Part For of the, sure. Because when he did that, did he do that on purpose? You know what I yeah. mean? To, to yeah. To get into the sense that he could make this thing, you know? And his performance is fantastic. Especially when you ultimately learn about what he's been doing. Perfect note. Especially in like that scene where they go and check on him. He's great in that scene. Uh, yeah, like, I know. He's so weird. You know? Yeah. And you know that there's just something off that you don't quite know. You just think he's gone, gone cabin crazy. fever or something. Yeah. No, he's been playing on this the whole time. He's yeah. Smarter than everyone. And I, I kind of think that the way with the Blair's character, when I'm thinking about it now, I think when he was wrecking shit, he was 
I think he was human in that scene because I think yeah. he was genuinely doing it to prevent the thing from escaping the facility to save like right. humanity essentially. Yeah. But then when he was isolated in the cabin, the thing went out and got him sure, when yeah. he was all by himself, which is yeah. also really like scat sad and scary because he right. was like outside all alone, even more right. isolated than he already was. And right. then he got, he got, he got got, you know, yeah. Uh, but really like, but you can't know, you can't know which right. one of those, both options are very scary and disturbing yeah, exactly. and you don't know which one it is, Yeah, which yeah. makes it even more disturbing. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's great. Cause like, uh, the characters don't know, you know, like it's very like, um, everything just happens, you know, there's no, like, we don't need to know. That's the, that's the horror. That's the like we don't know what this thing is capable of doing. We don't know who's being infected or, or what. And that's kind of just the part of the horror, just the terrifying vibe of this movie. So to explain any of that, or to would diminish the, the tension of the movie. And if we knew like how the thing was transferred and how you know it would change. The vibe of the movie just be a different movie. You don't have to write it in a different way. Yeah. Because the way that they really just have no clue. Like, no one knows what the fuck is going on. No one knows how to deal with this thing. You know? And that leads to, like, the very last moment of the movie, which is, like, I think the boldest part of the movie is the ending of the movie, which I think is, like, I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, what? Like, the yeah. way that it ends? Yeah. Now, I think it's the, the, the most genius part of it. Uh, because I just think, like, to this point of, like, this, there's nothing we could do. I know. Nothing I know. we could do. Yeah, and so. Yeah, so they go down to the fucking catacomb. The thing is down there. Awesome epic showdown. It feels like it feels like the end stage of like a video game where you're like up in the city and then you end up in like yeah. the dungeons where you find like the real monster boss. Rock fucking blows shit up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Which is that's this is actually a really scary transition because it's yeah. at this point that they realize that they're not going to survive. Like none of them yeah. they they say we're gonna die. We right. can't let this thing freeze to death and go hibernate, and we right. can't let this get back to humans. So it basically just blows up the whole camp. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and incredible cinematography of this. Uh, of this, I so beautiful. Yeah, just the like, shots of like the underground catacombs, the the fires that I just implanted my brain of, you know, back and um, peeking and like. Uh, sitting by the burning fucking camp. It's yeah. so gorgeous. They're, they're sitting there, and the black guy comes out, and he's like, you got it? And he's like, I think so, I, I don't know. And they just sit there, and there's this incredible moment where he's like, why don't we just sit here for a while, you know? Just basically laying it out, and just, you know, it's just like, Accepting their fate, you know, and there's just something like so eerie and just almost like bittersweet, melancholic about it. Because they both, because there's two of them, they both have a conversation where they're like, "I don't know who you are. I don't, I don't trust you." Yeah. You know? But fuck it, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. 
sit here and have this moment of peace before, you know, something happens. I, 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 it's just accepting of fate. What a weird and bold way to end your creature movie. Which you don't have the creature guy. Right. Really. For, yeah, for certain. Yeah, you don't. You don't know right. for certain. Um, right. And yeah, that's because... what the whole movie was. It's a psychological, it's a psychological thriller at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? And this creature thing is also a creature movie, but it, what the last moment really nails down is that this is a movie about you don't know who to trust, you know? Watch who you trust, you know? And, like, I don't know, it's just such a brilliant way to end but it. The, it's such a bold way to The other it. thing about this movie, the, the ending to this, that I think is really uh, what skyrockets it into being such a fantastic story on top of all this genius is, like, the, the deep human element that's written into yeah. it. Because these people are, like huge heroes this is such a heroic right. like sacrifice right. you know to go in and do this you know right. for humanity you know knowing you're going to die right. and i i love that this movie where the reason a big thing in movies about what makes it feel believable what keeps you engaged is like the motivation behind characters are doing something and all of the mm-hmm. characters have this unquestioning drive to just like right. even survive. though even though just yeah. survival yes survival right. and right. then switching from survival to like just preserving the race you know like let's stop yeah, this threat right. but they never right. it's never like it's the, it they never play it like the hero moment it's not what the movie's about you know they're just it's like a, people. It's just watching the characters. It's not they're like they're just. It's, it's, it's just like people doing what they have to do, and there's something that's amazing. That, it is that story. Maybe that's something that was lost in translation when it came out. That it is that story. It is what you want. Like humans saying it, you know, trying to save the human race from this alien, but it's done in this way that is so contained and not concerned with like making Flash Gordon. You know, you know where it's like. I'm the hero. It's like no, these are re- they're they're realistically portrayed. Humans, yeah, because if you, know, you think about like three-dimensional, like fucking soldiers at war, so many of these people exactly, had moments right. like that where they go out and do something yes. unbelievably heroic. Like you can't even describe right. how heroic it is, and no one right. will know because they they died. Right. They died. Right. Exactly. And all their yeah. friends died, and they couldn't tell their story. But they like there's there's sort of that inspired by inspired by that. So which is which is um, like something about that like strikes me. So on top of all of this amazing gore and fun and horror thing, it it like right. hits me in this really deep, poignant, like passion filled, right. like I am so proud to be a human kind of way. That's the thing, like the ugly of it, like really. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, really push it over the edge because it does end on this, like, really, you know, emotional and sincere, interesting, creepy, disturbing, you know, note. You know, it's a perfect note to end on. I wonder how, like, I don't know much about the making this movie, but I wonder if we had to fight for that. I know. You know? Fight to end the movie like that because. I just think it's perfect. I think it's like I don't think we could have ended this movie. Better. I think yeah, I um, think it's one of my favorite endings of any movie. Oh I've yeah, seen. I mean it's it's such an incredible, interesting uh, way to just do it. I just think it's like it's I just, I just go boldness to just end your creature movie. It's called the thing, and you don't know if the thing dies. Yeah, it's in it's insane. It it's insane. It's crazy. It's insane. It's wild. Even the Best creature movies ever made 
you know, the guys are engaged to you. Yeah. It's part of the genre that you're in. Yeah, the finale. <laughs> you it, know? Yeah. But now, but it's this perfect horror of this invisible thing. What is the thing, really? You know? Yeah. It's this thing that can transform, but is it also trust? You know? Is it also this idea of uh, this thing that humans have that we just can't explain, mm-hmm. this heroic thing that you're talking about? I don't know. It's just, it, it's thematically rich and cool and, and just a fun splatter horror movie I'm talking about, yeah. you know? Yeah. Glory, fun horror movie. And that's why it's a fucking classic and people still talk about it to this day because it's, it's endlessly rewatchable. Not just because of the amazing filmmaking, but there's something interesting going on, you know, in a, um, Yeah. Truth. There's truth there's in truth it. There's truth in it, yeah. There's truth like, in it. Like, you know, fucking... The blog. We gotta get the blog, man. You know, we gotta we gotta save the cow from this giant blog. Yeah, which is you like it's believable. You're in it, like all yeah, the way dude, to the it's end. So, it's awesome. It's, yeah, it's a fun movie shit. You know, fun fucking. It's a movie. Yeah. The thing is also a movie, but it's also realizing shows you some truth about humanity. And there's and there's something <laughs> actually puts you over the edge. And, and something about classics uh, too is like whenever you watch it, it's like a piece of the universe unlocks. And that, I get that yeah, feeling yeah. every time I watch a classic, which is yeah, crazy yeah. to me. Every time you watch it, it's like oh, it's like I understand the world a little bit better from watching the same fucking movie again. I that's how does what, this that's happen? What I'm telling you, that's why. I mean, that's why movies are awesome. They're so awesome. Movies that you love, the more you watch them. Movies are good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love, I love doing these because it's just, it's, you know, some of the best movies in the world, you know, and it's just uh, fun to talk about. But yeah, The Thing, man, 1982 John Carpenter classic. Um, that's going to be our uh, classic Halloween podcast. Excited, excited for um, the rest of October, and this was a balling way to open it up. Yeah, man, we're going to talk about Barbarian. Talking about Barbarian X, Pearl, The Thing, Guardian, Horror Movie, Film, Fucking Very bumps. exciting. We'll talk about some more. Um, Alright, everybody, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye bye.